Hello everyone. Thank you to those who sent comments about pledges and different sayings from our childhood memories. Uh, Daryl shared, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness, one which we most of us will know. Trish shared what her grandma Soppit used to say if she and her sister were sulking. How much is your pet lip? Tuppence a yard. <laughs> and Helen reminded us of the guiding, guiding pledge. She still remembers the version that she learned in Brownies and Guides. Yes, guiding and scouting and Boys and Girls Brigade have their pledges. Maybe it is something that's missing in today's society on a larger scale. Perhaps if we did have some kind of pledge, um, and not necessarily pledging allegiance to country, but about being good citizens, uh, perhaps that would uh, make a difference, particularly as we grow up. If there's this core within us that has a pledge to do the best we can uh, in the places we live and work and, and grow I don't know, just thinking out loud, really. So on today's, on to today's reading, and it, today it is from Romans chapter 14, verses 1 to 12. And it's, uh, our reflection is going to be the last one from Yvonne Dawkins for this week. So, Romans 14, verses 1 to 12. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarrelling over disputable matters. One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another, <clears throat> whose faith is weak, eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord, and give thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister, or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
So Yvonne writes, The tendency to expect everyone else to do things the way we do things is very human. We may assume that our way of thinking and doing is so logical that it should be the norm. In the context of the church community, this may lead to separation between believers due to conflict over belief and practices that are different. This passage today makes the point that in the case of issues that are not core to the teachings of Christ, there are three reasons why we should not judge other Christians. One, God has already accepted those we don't agree with, and you can read about that in verses 1 to 4. Two, each must be fully convicted in his own mind how to honour God. That's verses 5 to 6. And three, Christ died for all, and it is God who has the authority to judge, not us. That's verses 7 to 10. The Jamaica Council of Churches, um, abbreviated to JCC, includes this statement in its mission and vision statement to encourage the visible unity of the church in Jamaica, the Caribbean and the global community in the execution of the ministry and mission of Jesus Christ. Jamaica has many, many different churches, yet the JCC statement acknowledges that visible Christian unity is necessary and commits its members to work towards that goal. Well, do we sometimes lose sight of our purpose in the world as we give in to the temptation to quibble about disagreements instead of living in ways that tell others that we know how to be one in the Spirit. So do we lose sight of our purpose? That others need to see that we are one in the Spirit as a Christian community. Um, and that includes all the different denominations, etc. So um, just, a, just a little point from the the notes in my Bible, which uh, says that Paul assumes that the church will have differences of opinion on disputable matters. He says we are not to quarrel about issues that are matters of opinion. Differences should not be feared or avoided, but accepted and handled with love. Don't expect everyone, even in the best possible church, to agree on every subject. Through sharing ideas, we can come to a fuller understanding of what the Bible teaches. Accept, listen to and respect others. Differences of opinion need not cause division. They can be a source of learning and richness in our relationships. So that's a, a nice explanation of what Paul is saying there in that passage so something to think about for further thought how is your local church making visible the one united body of christ and uh, what what always springs to mind for me is our 
Good Friday Walk of Witness, where all our churches get together and as one we witness to uh, Christ's death and coming resurrection. Um, Can you think of other ways in which the church is making visible the one united body of Christ? Let us pray. Oh God, you are one God. Forgive us for every divisive conversation, every futile argument regarding differences in the body of Christ. Make us ambassadors of Christian unity who show honour and respect for other Christians despite our differences. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all, may we be faithful in ordinary things. May our priorities be reshaped. May our hearts remain open. And though other voices sound compelling, other messages more appealing, and other lifestyles less demanding, may we hear again your word of life and the message we should live by, knowing the cost, in spite of the pain of it, May we hear again your call to us and choose to mould our lives to yours. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our parish prayers today, we pray for the pupil, staff and governors of our junior school, Christ Church Junior School. As always, because over the next few days we will be thinking about the schools in our parish, uh, just bring in the schools that you have connections with as we pray for them. It's the beginning of a new school year amidst some very uh, uh, trying times. So our schools do need our prayers. Lord, we thank you for our school, Christchurch School. Thank you for the staff. Uh, and for all that they have been doing uh, to get uh, school ready and prepared for the children coming back next week. Lord, we pray that uh, in that place, the children will be secure and safe and uh, still able to learn and enjoy being at school. We pray that for all the schools represented in each of us here today. Uh, for we have members, family members who are teachers, um, um, teaching assistants, uh, support staffs in schools, um, all uh, uh, a plethora of uh, things that we, uh, people who we know who work in education. So we pray for all of them as they start a year in difficult and trying times. Uh, that will have lots of anxiety. So we pray for your peace, Lord Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. And we remember those who live and work on Byron Terrace, Canal Road, Carlton Mill, Central Buildings, Chapel Lane, Chester House, Charles Street and Chester Street. May your presence be felt in all those places. Lord, in your mercy, 
hear our prayer. And we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And as we go, I share with you the words of St. Pat- Patrick's breastplate. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at mine end and at my departing. May the peace of God be with us this day and this week, throughout this weekend. Amen. So until uh, tomorrow when we continue in Romans, but with a new uh, writer and the theme uh, moving from different gifts. Next week, the theme is going to be welcome one another. So uh, we look forward to seeing what uh, Claire Nonhable, I think she's called, will be sharing with us more about that tomorrow. So until then, bye for now.